Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 140. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap! And this is chapter three in sci-fi horror. And we watched a, um, I will say, it, this was one that Katie and I saw trailers for. For like a year. Last year, yeah, it actually came out October 7, 2020. And I just put it in the back pocket of my brain. I was like, this is going to happen one day. And we finally found a chance to watch it. Uh, this was a Shudder exclusive. So good job, Shudder. I really like this. Yep, it was fantastic. So uh, we checked out a Canadian uh, indie sci-fi comedy horror. I think that's all the adjectives that it is. Yeah. Uh, horror. Did we, did we do like background on on how the movie got made i i just i just want to know that there's story out there about how this movie got made because well, it's well, kind of the it's creators, they're like known for doing really cheap things and making it look really cool that's like their like power in this weird world that we live in so uh this movie was uh apparently made really cheap and it looks really good for what they did Mm-hmm. Uh, but we watched the sci-fi film Psycho Goreman. Uh, that name's absurd, and it absolutely makes sense when you watch it. Uh, this movie is—it's <laughs> it, a lot. It's very funny, uh, weird. It's that that type of weird that I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, I could tell people watching this like this is this is a lot. What the fuck is that? You know. But uh, if you just kind of relax and just let it let 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 the let the weirdness take you on a journey. Uh, it's a pretty good journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, just the way the movie goes, like, you know, you get to see the villains and you can see the good guys and then, you know, things get flipped around. It's absolutely amazing. So I'll just say something real quick about this, just a synopsis of it if you want to watch it. So uh, these two little kids, they find this amulet, which awakens a monster that is buried in their backyard. And this monster is like, I am super evil. And I'm going to destroy you. The little girl has the amulet so she can control him. And so now they're just walking around town with this like scary monster. He's very horrifying looking. And yeah, it's just them being kids. Yes. Did, did they ever tell us why they were digging a hole? Oh, uh, because of the crazy ball. Uh, that was the punishment. She was going to bury him alive. Yeah. He died. Okay, that's what they kind of alluded to it, and I was like, "Wait, uh, why were they digging a hole?" I guess yeah, they were and digging. She his says, grave. "Like, can I just bury you and go home?" Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, this movie, man. This movie. Yeah, this movie's crazy. Okay, so uh, we'll get the story going. Uh, this one, it's ninety-nine minutes, so it, it moved really quick. Uh, I'm learning that we pick a lot of horror movies that are like short, pretty fast. Uh, like I said, there's a sweet spot of time. You can make a horror movie like three hours. It's just you got to do it right. And there's a lot of really cool directors that do that. You can't show your villain until like two hours in. Um, I can't remember his name. He's an Italian uh, horror film guy. Uh, damn it. Uh, uh, Future Otis, you know who I'm talking about. Damn. Benicio Del Toro? No, he's an actor. Oh, uh, Guillermo del Toro? No. <laughs> that did, one. He did movies back in the day. There's one about this like like ballerina school or dance school, but it's like a coven of witches. 
and it's like a three-hour film. And apparently, it's amazing. I can't remember the name of it. You know what you're talking about, Future Artist. Yeah, I didn't know. So. so we'll get into the I don't know, story of Psycho Gorman. So uh, like Micah brought up, <laughs> uh, Mimi and Luke, two little kids, they played this homemade game called Crazy Ball, which I tried to really kind of wrap my head around it. But what they showed of it, it's very confusing. So I understand later on when people are like, I don't get this. <laughs> it reminded me of um, the game True American from New Girl. where they're just like, all right, now spin around. Now jump 10. Now chug a beer. Now do this. Oh, now yeah. do that. And it made no fucking sense. Oh, yeah. True American's a crazy game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this so, is what That's what Crazy Ball reminded me of. Yeah. So after the game of Crazy Ball, Mimi, uh, she wins and beats Luke. And so Luke's punishment is he has to dig his own grave. And so she's going to bury him alive or kill him. So uh, you find out early that uh, Mimi is crazy. She's a very crazy girl and it does not get any better. So as they're digging, they find a really weird like coffin thing, just some type of weird box. Yeah, they hit something hard. In the grave. And Mimi just randomly presses buttons because that's what you do as a kid. And this amulet pops out. And so she's like, like a jewel. Yeah, she's like sweet. And she puts that in her pocket and they run inside because their mom calls them in. Later that night, the amulet or the little jewel was holding this coffin together. The coffin opens and something comes out of it. And so later that night at a abandoned shoe factory, an old shoe factory, it's abandoned. Uh, <laughs> three, um, four, three or four thieves or celebrating their little hall. They like attack this old man. And then our monster comes in and just starts just ripping these people apart. It has like telekinesis. And the last person, he's like, I don't want to die. And he's like, well, live forever. And turns him into this weird, just freezes his body. A horror torture scene is yeah. what it is. Uh, so any other horror movie at this point, you're like, oh, this is the bad guy. Like, this is it. This is what the kids got to fight, you know? Uh, so the next day they see that the hole, the grave that they were digging, something got out. And so they follow the trail to the shoe factory and they actually meet the monster and it's about to actually attack Mimi and Luke. And then the jewel starts glowing and then he's like, oh God. And it's like, whoever owns, whoever possesses the jewel controls him. And so she's like, well, you can't kill us and you're going to be our like friend now and the whole time this is happening he is the grumpiest maddest person in the room because he is made for destruction and evilness and uh he actually explains his like backstory and which i'll get to in a little bit but it's he's here to just destroy the universe that's his thing and now he's under control by one little girl it's kind of like the uh the grim adventures of billy and mandy if you ever watch that show uh, Mandy, actually Billy and Mandy, I think they beat uh, the Grim Reaper. I think it was Scrabble. They beat him at in the in the show, and so now that's why the Grim Reaper follows the two kids around, and he can't leave because they beat him at a game. So now it's like, well, you, you're like our slave now. So the whole show is just the <laughs> Grim Reaper being very sad. <laughs> He's got to get Jamaican accent, uh, but that's a really good show. But uh, so Psycho Gorman. Um, they actually give him a couch because they tell him to wait here and we'll be back tomorrow. And he's like, he just, he just sighs. He's just very sad about this because he just wants to kill. That's his thing. And so they come back with their friend, Alistair. 
and they bring a TV, a couch and everything. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to send take you out, out into the town soon. But we just want you to relax because we got to go to school and do all this stuff. So while they leave, he uses the TV to make a call out to his friends. Oh, what's their name? All their all the names in this movie are like metal band names. It's the the, uh, the, uh, the Paladins of Obsidian. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's such a sweet ass name for a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot to tell you his real name. He's the Archduke of Nightmares. That that this is the best fucking name in existence. Yeah. So he calls his friends and he's like, "Hey, I'm free. This little girl's got." you know, control over me, come here, kill her, and then we can get the hell out of here. And they're like, yes, sir, we'll be on our way. So he's giggling to himself. He's like, so the Planetary Alliance, oh, at this point in the movie, you see that there are a lot of, uh, if you watch the episode of Power Rangers, uh, usually when the bad guys are in a room kind of laughing and like talking about how they're going to destroy the Power Rangers, they're like oversized monster costumes like Godzilla. There was a whole room full of that. Uh, in this movie, there are tons of suits like that. <laughs> and so they realize that the Archduke of Nightmares has broken free of his prison. And they say that, holy crap, he's going to get back on the journey of him just destroying everything. This dude's unstoppable. We barely got him the first time caught. So we got to stop him. And so they send Pandora, a noble warrior, a member of this group called the Templars, and you mm-hmm. find out later, the Templars took over Archduke's planet and had them become slaves. And so he really doesn't like them. Um, later on, uh, well, they give him a name. His name is Psycho Gorman because Archduke of Nightmares is just, I guess it's a little too long, a little too wordy for the children to say. So, <laughs> uh, so Psycho Gorman tells the kids that the Templars had them just like making statues for him and like you know we're your new gods and stuff and so psycho gorman finds a stone in the just while he's digging and he puts it into his chest it makes him super powerful and unstoppable honestly and so he starts fighting back against the templars you're like hey he's a good guy he's fighting against the bad guys and he just keeps going and he just goes planet to planet galaxy to galaxy just destroying everything and killing people and giving people the the good death as we'll explain (laughs) later about that uh but no uh it just he just is very bloodthirsty and crazy so uh the kids it's funny as he's telling these stories where kids really don't care (laughs) uh he does it a couple of times where he brings up these stories he's like i remember this battle when i fought this thing they're like yeah cool 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 uh hey our french fries are here and they just start eating so these kids care nothing about this um while this is happening mimi she's getting more and more just full of herself because she has a very scary big unstoppable monster under her control and actually alistair she has a crush on alistair and she actually tells pg to help her out to get alistair to fall in love with her and he turns alistair into a giant brain with eyes so this is, the, this is part of the movie I'm saying. Like, it just It's weird. Weird stuff happens. And so the whole movie, Alistair is just a big old brain just in the background, just, just hanging out with him. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely messed, messed up. Um, Mimi shows PG to her parents. And uh, 
Mimi tells her mom and dad that like, hey, don't be afraid. You know, PG's cool. He's not going to kill us. And he's like, I will absolutely kill you when I get this amulet from your daughter. And he's like, you don't have to be afraid. He's like, you should be very afraid. So, um, There are multiple moments in this movie where he tries he tries his best to get the amulet back. There's one spot where she's like looking away and he's like slowly putting his hand toward her hand to take the amulet back. She's like, oh, I quit that. And he's like, no. So one night he actually communicates with Luke because this whole movie, Mimi's being a really big bully to her brother. I guess her older brother, right? Yeah. I don't know how much older. That's probably two years. couple years. years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's an absolute bully uh, to him. And so PG comes into his dreams one night and tells him if he steal the gem off of her and return it to him, he promises to spare Luke and his rampage if he does that. And so uh, Luke says no, because he's scared of Mimi. <laughs> um, and so one night, one day, uh, they're out playing and two cops just kind of roll up out of nowhere. And PG, well, one cop gets away and PG actually like melts this other guy. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, I the, yeah, the melted cop is just in the group now, walking with him. And then just as a joke, Mimi just tells PG to kill Luke. And he's like moving over there to do it. She's like, I'm just playing. And so uh, Luke's very salty about that. I'd be salty too. I'd be like, I'm your brother. Why are you trying to kill me? So yeah. uh, while this is happening in the woods, the, the paladins of Obsidian, they arrive. And so PG's like, oh my God, my friends are here. Please kill this little girl so we can leave. And Mimi's like, oh, my God. And so you find out the paladins are there to kill PG because they didn't like working with him. And so and they worked with the Templars in the beginning to overthrow him. And so he's like, oh, son of a bitch. So PG's like, well, I'm killing everybody here. And then Mimi stops him, freezes him up as punishment because he told the paladins to kill her. And so PG's getting his ass kicked. But it's funny. He's not really getting beat up that much. There's like this weird uh, robot that's got bodies inside of him. He's like a big jug, jug of bodies, and he's just spraying blood. Yeah, that shit was weird. That's like his his move. Yeah. Oh my god, he fucking hosed that dude down in people bits. <laughs> so uh, Mimi actually forces PG to apologize, and when he finally apologizes, like legitimately apologizes for trying to get her killed, well, all everybody killed. Uh, she allows him to fight back. And so he beats up all the paladins and their new leader and stuff, which he treats to a warrior's death. And so the bad guy's like, oh, please, God, don't do that. So he eats him alive feet first and, and his jaw like detaches and his mouth gets gigantic and the kids are like, oh my God. Uh, he tells him after that, he's like, yeah, what you saw, the atrocities you just witnessed, uh, that's gonna stick with you forever. It's probably gonna ruin you mentally. And then Mimi's like, "Cool." <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's so serious with him. He's like, "Yeah, that's gonna fuck you guys up." I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, stay with you until you finally succumb to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, but after all of that, he's kind of injured in the fight, and so uh, they actually call their dad Greg uh, using a really cool psychic call, which PG does where he just screams at him. And so Greg is taking like a dump and then PG starts screaming at him, telling his location. (laughs) Ah! Take us out on Pembroke Lane, go! (laughs) (laughs) Greg's just 
scared. He falls into the bathtub. So uh, Greg, he picks up the kids and they drive back to the house where Pandora, our good guy in this movie, is there waiting on them. And so PG's like, oh shit, that that's not a good person. And uh, you find out that Pandora really doesn't care about the humans. Uh, she just is there to finish the job. And honestly, when she's done killing PG, she's probably going to take over Earth. And so it's that type of good guy that's like, uh, you know, I'm good, but I'm really not that good. Like, I don't know. It's You could tell instantly when I saw her, I was like, oh, you're not a good, good person. You're just on that side of like, you're doing the right thing right now. But well, because PG is like evil personified, you're trying to kill evil. So that makes you good. But you're not a good person. So um greg actually says no to his wife susan because susan's like get out of the car like pg's not a good person like you know this chick's gonna take care of the problem he's like no and so uh greg and mimi scoot off with pg's body knocked out in the back of the truck wait wait but but before he scoots off he goes how's that for lazy susan (laughs) (laughs) yep and then then mimi she goes bye as they drive off he just fades off (laughs) so (laughs) so they they hide at the shoe factory that's the only place in town i guess and so pandora reveals her true form and transforms susan into a warrior to help her out with the fight because pg's really strong and so the at the shoe factory pg tells mimi the only way that he can heal and be strong enough to actually win the fight is if Mimi gives him the amulet, the thing that's been keeping her safe this whole movie. And so um, Mimi realizes that she lost it. And so, but she actually agrees to the deal. And she's like, hey, if I give you this amulet, you got to make sure you don't kill me and my family. And he's like, deal, I won't kill your family. And dad's like, oh, you should have said like, he won't kill everybody on earth. She's like, oh, oops. So... Mimi's basically like, I said what I said. Yeah. So <laughs> She doesn't right. give a fuck. But then she finds out that the gym is gone. She lost it somewhere. So Pandora, Susan, and Luke arrive at the shoe factory. And you find out that Luke stole the gym at some point. And it's like, good for you, Luke. Good for you, Luke. Uh, and so Mimi and Luke fight over the gym. And Susan and Greg fight about their marriage. A very terrible marriage. Because Greg's a very shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Greg sucks uh so oh yeah a bit yeah so luke convinces mimi that the gym has made her really bad she was bad before but she's gotten pretty wild so uh pandora is beating the crap out of pg and and so he realizes that he um to according to the templars code that he gets to choose the the fight that they do the battle and so he chooses uh crazy ball actually mimi gets to choose so he picks her to choose and they pick crazy ball and so she explains quickly to the other team so it's uh pg her dad and mimi on one side against susan pandora and luke so whoever wins gets the amulet and i don't know get to kill pg or keep him alive so uh obviously mimi's team wins uh, but Pandora says, screw this. I don't even, why am I following the rules of a kid? And she moves in to attack Mimi anyway. So Susan uses her powers to save her daughter, but then Pandora takes her powers away. She's like, man, those help me, asshole. So uh, Luke and Mimi, they finally 
realize they like, like love each other. Like Luke loves her the whole time, but Mimi softens up. Uh, they sing their song. So I forgot to say earlier in the movie, there's a montage spot where uh, PG is getting to know the family and they have a song that they play and PG's on <laughs> drums and it's the whole family singing it uh, was Frig Off. I don't know if that's the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like with a rebel yell, but instead of that, it's I'm the heckin' best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so, um, Rig all the others. <laughs> and so they sing that song with Greg, and then they hand the gym to PG, and he gets healed, and he is super strong. And so PG destroys Pandora, actually pulls pieces of her body out to make a sword. <laughs> And then they start fighting. Uh, there's a spot in the fight that there's a magazine on the ground and Pandora steps on it and PG gets even more mad because she destroyed his hunky boys. Uh, so earlier in the movie, there's a spot where he's confused if he cares about the hunky boys. She brings him magazines as like or a thing to look at while he's doing nothing or while he's just waiting for them to get off school. And it's one of them is like full of like Calvin Klein, like models. <laughs> and PG's like, I don't know if I care about hunky or I don't think I care about hunky boys or do I? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. So he's extra and it just like zooms in on his eyes and he's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's extra mad because she destroyed his hunky guys magazine. Uh, so she gets beat up. And the kids actually take their parents out the room because he's going to give her the warrior's death. And she's screaming, saying, please don't do that. Uh, and he just opens his mouth even bigger, like Kirby, and just eats her. <laughs> and so you find out uh, PG's like, thanks. And he realizes that the gym is useless now. And they're like, what do you mean? And it's like, because after seeing how you guys love each other, I am now powered by love. And I will use that love to destroy the galaxy. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're a bad guy. <laughs> And so he tells him, thanks, I won't kill you, but I didn't make any promises about the planet. So uh, he opens up a portal. Uh, he catches a kiss from Mimi real quick. <laughs> and he think he sends one to her. Yeah. He opens up a portal and he goes to town. He actually goes to the town and starts destroying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alistair is still a giant brain. He's eating dinner with his parents and watching destruction on TV. And the Planetary Alliance, they realize that after he's done with that with Earth, uh, PG's going to come kick their ass. And so they have a plan B. And they pull out a gun. They're like, well, who wants to kill themselves first? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Uh, this movie's absolutely absurd. And it's funny. I forgot that he is the bad guy of the movie. They just fought something worse. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, the power of love made me stronger so I can fight harder and destroy more things. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're bad. <laughs> and I absolutely forgot. Um, I hope they make more of these movies. Uh, a lot of people online have said, like, I want to see just the progress of PG destroying the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd, I'd love to see more of this. It's absolutely amazing. Okay, so what was everybody's favorite character in Psycho Gorman? Katie. Uh, hold on, my thing is loading. Mm. Not my fault. You just like go so freaking quick. Uh, the Archduke of Nightmares is my favorite character. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't want to call him PG because PG was that's like a lame name. But Archduke of Nightmares is the greatest fucking name that I've ever heard in a movie to describe any character ever. Um, And he was fantastic. I loved his. He was just so serious about just destroying the whole fucking world at the beginning. And then he gets controlled by this little bitch of a girl and it changes him and him going through the world through the eyes, like from the eyes of a kid or from the control of a kid is just hilarious. And every interaction that he does is just family fun. It's so good. Uh, Micah. Yeah, I'm going to agree. There weren't a whole lot of likable characters in this movie. It pretty much was like, hey, the alien seems like a, I mean, well, he's going to destroy the planet, but he had so much character growth within the family and the family were all kind of shitty. Yeah. Like they were all really kind of shitty. So there wasn't a whole lot to say about that. (laughs) Emma. Well, I'm going to have to say the writers were my favorite because I don't know who came up with this Power Ranger wet dream. (laughs) But high five. (laughs) Otis? Uh, My favorite character, obviously, Psycho Gorman. Uh, like Like everyone brought up, it's really cool seeing just a tough mean person soften up it's just like watching logan it's just he's a grump and you're like god you're so grumpy and just dumb i hate oh my you god when she has the gym and she tells him you need to sit down and shut up and don't move until morning and he straight up <laughs> it's it's so cool to see a conflicted villain like that and then the villain starts doing I got to remember, he's not doing good things to be good. He's doing it because he doesn't want to die. And it just works out that it is the right thing to do. So, uh, (laughs) but it's absolutely amazing. It's cool that he's like, when he's walking around town with everybody and he's playing drums in the band, which I realize now he didn't do that by choice. He was forced to play drums, but it was still really cool. He learned about the power of love. So that was cool. Made him stronger. So... (laughs) Uh, but no, I it, I would love to see more in this world and just see PG just killing people. I just want to see more destruction. So uh, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie. I have two, um, but I'll only say one so I don't take, in, take anyone's. Uh, Mimi was my least favorite character. She was a bitch the whole what? film. Like she was psychotic from the jump before they even before psycho gorman even came out of his little coffin thing from the ground she was an asshole to her brother and she continued to be an asshole throughout the whole thing she was bossing her parents around she kept fucking with her brother and she had the guy that she likes rather than just saying that she likes him or doing something in a way that she would know that he likes him. She had him turned into a fucking giant brain. Ugh, she just, and she got worse. Like as the movie went on and like the more control, I guess she felt she had over Psycho Gorman, the more of a bitch she became and the worse she was to everyone around her. So fuck that little girl. 
Um, Emma. Um, my least favorite character is the script. <laughs> because the way that every single ounce of communication occurred in this movie, I was like, uh, did you come from Planet Gygax? Because, wow. But no, that was the script was awful painful. But it worked, I guess. <laughs> Otis? Uh, my least favorite. So I wrote down Mimi because obviously she was bad. She was a terrible child. And the parents, well, the dad just seemed to be cool with it and just let her just threaten people and just yell crazy things. Uh, but I guess it all worked out. She had to be crazy for this to work out for everybody. I don't know. But no, she was she was crazy. But I'm glad that she didn't get anybody killed. Well, she got a lot of people killed, actually. Uh, I take that back. No, she's bad. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, Micah. I was going to say the dad. Yes. Dad Thank you for saying my second one. Yeah. He's, he was pretty much garbage. He was definitely one of those ones that, like, when everything got bad, he would freeze up and then try to play the victim card. Yeah, he and was then, a bitch. And then Mr. Glassbones over here breaking his wrists, like, <laughs> on a high five. Yeah. <laughs> At least he actually yeah. broke at that time. Yeah, right? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he did. When that happened, I was like, wow, that was unnecessary. But <laughs> since we hate his character, ah, I get it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, the dad was shitty. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's do seven-word synopsis. So uh, I feel bad if I take this from somebody, but I found a way to make this work in seven words. Hunky boys, don't care. Or do I? <laughs> and then Psycho Goreman playing drums is the best. Uh, it was awesome seeing him in the back, like shittily keeping time. And then he finally started going. And then uh, this was on the, the ticker at the bottom at the end of the movie when he was destroying stuff. It said, Purple Man described as dickless and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he broke stuff at the end. I laughed so hard when I read that. Uh, Katie. I do not care for hunky boys. And <laughs> costumers must have worked on Power Rangers. Or someone involved in this film, like, was allowed to go to like a Sabin, like just lot of junk they were getting rid of and picked up like 10 old Power Ranger villain costumes. Cause oh, definitely. all of the like other bad guys from different planets that were coming to deal with Psycho Gorman were all just like straight out of fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Micah. Okay, well, everybody said it already. But but I do not like hunky boys. <laughs> I wish my face could do that. It's the grown-up thing to do. <laughs> I'm the heckin' best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was thinking of when, um, what is it? If Thanos and 
Oh shit, who was it? If Thanos and oh, if Thanos and Emperor Palpatine love child had baby <laughs> had baby. <laughs> yeah, that ugh, oh, well, that's a gross thing. Well, I, yeah, I am, honestly. <laughs> Wished I had that level of imagination. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers soaked in blood. How fun. <laughs> yep. Power Rangers, Pepto Bismol blood, cosplay goals. <laughs> Little girl uses aliens to yeet folks. Yep. No name can encompass my dark will. <laughs> and then my two alliteratives bitchy brat befriends big blue bad bro. Yeah. Nice. And cosplay characters cannot collect categorically correct catchphrase. Yeah. That was intense. I loved it. <laughs> okay. So this film came out October 7th, 2020. Uh, we actually, it got pushed back because of Crowverb. Um, It was <laughs> going to be at the South by Southwest um, Festival. Festival. I'm thinking of a word. I'm going to say performance, but I'm like, no, it's like a month long. Uh, but then, you know, the world kind of just got quiet for a little bit. And so everything got pushed back. And so this movie, it got purchased by Shudder and popped up there. And it's making its rounds now. And everyone's loving it. Absolutely. So there was no real budget. A lot of these indie films, it's kind of hard to work out how much it was unless they just tell you. A lot of people are like, nah, I don't want to tell you how many sandwiches I had to make <laughs> for this film. Uh, I would absolutely be... So proud. <laughs> Why'd you got to cut me so deep like that? <laughs> uh, but uh, I actually have a box office. So what do you guys think the box office for Psycho Gorman was? Katie. One dollar he do. You think this would be made a dollar? That's a, Oh, million. Sorry. A million. How dare you? <laughs> like, this would be made. The $80. way you said it in your face. I was like, dang, a dollar? Okay. No, one million dollars. Okay. Uh, Micah. <laughs> oh, 180,000. Emma. He overshot me. I was going to say 100,000 flat. <laughs> you were you're gonna say now i did <laughs> so uh everybody went over but the closest to the box office was emma it was ninety five thousand dollars. uh but like i said covid but it was gonna do its rounds around the festivals and stuff so this wasn't going to be a oh we're dropping this in like five billion theaters and stuff i found a budget hey what is it want to take a guess oh me yeah uh, your turn oh shit uh, budget, I'm going to say... Now that you know how much it didn't make. <laughs> uh, give me like 75000 75000 okay. Uh, Emma? $1.5 reduce. Micah? Because those mm. costumes got to be worth something. <laughs> mm, 850000 God damn Okay, well, Otis wins because he didn't go over, but Micah was actually the closest. So in Canada, in Canadian dollars, it was exactly $850,000. Um, hey, it could have been 
You can. I, oh, sorry, I didn't say a at the end. No, in in United States dollars, that's only six hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So you went over kind like technically because we're we always work in American dollars, but in Canada you would have been right on the money. I'm and closer to Canada right now than I was last week. True. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, though, only fifty thousand of those Canadian dollars went to creature effects. So all the rest of the money for this movie went to other things. Only 50 grand went to creature effects. Most of those costumes look like they were made by cosplayers, like doing like Warbler and shit. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, they probably had a ton of friends that like, hey, you want to like put some of your like things that you've been working on in this movie? Like we need like at least 10 just monsters sitting at a table talking, eating eating blue noodles, bloodles. (laughs) So fucking bloodles. <laughs> he didn't finish your bloodles. Yeah, he's like, stop hogging all the bloodles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but no, I, I could see that. That's much money. Yeah. But uh yeah, so ninety-five thousand was the, the box office. But like I said, they're making their rounds around the festivals, and that's enough to get you on an app like Shutter. So tons yeah. more people are gonna watch it and stuff, and hopefully that gets them another shot at a movie so you know like that movie rubber like the more people talk about it it just gets going hell the collector <laughs> and collection and collected fantastic uh that same thing those movies they don't make their budgets but it's enough people to say this is an absolutely amazing film please make another and they're like okay we'll give you money for a third one cool so i uh, it's going that same way <laughs> I had a good time with this, but I love Power Rangers stuff. So it just, I felt at home watching <laughs> yeah. people in giant suits swing at each other. And Psycho Gorman and was like a modern day version of Ivan Ooze. Yeah. Like a Saturday morning, like Power Ranger episode. That's super graphic. A lot of people's heads got ripped off yes, in this movie. This is Power Rangers for adults. Yeah, but I, it, it's great. It, like I said, it, it fed into the things I like. I like people in suits like Godzilla kind of situations yeah. I like that shit so uh, like I said this movie is extra silly so uh, give it a shot if you have time it's only an hour and a half uh, so does anybody have anything else to say about Psycho Gorman watch it get okay. a giggle yeah okay day. so uh, if you if this was your first episode good for you I think it's a good one uh you should watch the movie and then listen to the review like this uh but if you don't want to do this one hey how about you go back and listen to the other 139 episodes that we have done so many episodes mm-hmm. and that we are going to continue to do we do one a week and they sometimes they come out bunched but uh potentially one a week uh but yeah but there's so many other things that we review here and there's other things we're going to talk about soon but if there's any other cool fun facts you want to talk to us about uh ooh, text me or tweet me about like power ranger stuff i will gladly tweet about that i love power rangers but you can tweet us at uh allentown pod if you have uh we have an email it is allentown presents at gmail.com i don't know where i was going with that oh yeah, yeah my facebook at <laughs> allentown presents i i think of futurama uh nixon it's getting worse yeah i know <laughs> uh nixon on futurama he's like brruh, brruh. he always like jiggles his face <laughs> in his little jar so <laughs> uh but no thank you so much so for you know 
all of us here. We got one more sci-fi horror film, and I actually think it's going to be a banger. Uh, probably the, I mean, I like Alien a lot, and Grabbers was good too. But I think this last one's probably going to be the most scary of all of these. Uh, a lot of funny, but I think the alien that we deal with in this fourth one uh, is going to be real good, real good stuff. Uh, very has a nice little comic book tie into it, so I'm pumped for that. So stick with us, and we'll be back very soon with one more sci-fi horror film. I can't remember what next month is. Uh, it'll be something good. Vampires is coming up. At you know, some point. we love vampires here, and zombies is right it's behind be it. Actually, about vampires. Yeah, and the person who's supposed to be the fucking vampire is actually the goddamn. So vampire. many caveats. Damn, we gave you a vampire movie. It had a vampire in it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, Katie was so heated. <laughs> Man, we we, I will say, okay. So a quick aside. Uh, I can't remember what episode it is, but Queen of the Damn. Queen of we, the Damn episode. We gassed Katie up so hard for that episode. No, I've been gassed up for fucking 20 years. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch that movie my whole life and just never got around to it because I love Aaliyah and I love vampires. Yeah, but I will say the, the music, like Micah was like, the music's great. It was great. Uh, but yeah, we were gassing up the vampire part. and, 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 and from Gassing up the Aaliyah part yeah, for well, 20 looked, years. Well, looks great. So anyway three minutes anyway thank you (gasps) we'll see you soon and uh have a great night guys okay bye-bye bye Bye. or do i Hmm?